Welcome to the Clare to the Moon podcast. I am your host, Jake. With me today, of course, I have Dom. What's up, everybody? JR. Hey, guys. And Tristan. How y'all doing? So, today would be episode five, part two, are the part two of Man on the Moon 2 um, series. So, we'll just get right into it. First off, Ashen Kutcher. Kusher. Who wants to go first? What a one of the best rapping Cuddy songs, just purely in the face of rap. Um, great banger to play in the car, sing along for the chorus as well. Mm-hmm. Um, feel like I don't know anybody else have anything to say about it. So, for me, I usually say for this one's kind of usually a skip for me. Um, the chorus is phenomenal. And, like, obviously what JR, what you were going off of is, like, Cuddy has immaculate rhyming skills on this song. But the verses never really were all that compelling to me. Like, the song doesn't really, like, pull me in like a lot of others. So, it's usually a skip. With this song, for me, I oh I never skip this song. And like, I like when Cuddy does the hard raps more, like, in mm-hmm. in his own way, hard rap. You know, um, he has a lot of bars in this, a lot of it. Um, uh huh. Roll switchers in the whip. I'm dipping so quick. Ass mel whiskey motherfucker. We up in this bitch. I don't know. There's a like. He has a lot of wordplay in this song, which I really like. And if you actually look, like, see how many, like, syllables he does, it's literally the whole song. It's all syllables. Like, all rhymes. I know. And, it's insane. And, like, when pe- I hate when people say on Twitter or other social media how he can't really rap rap. And it's like, he, he puts these songs out, and most of the people only listen to the ones that are, like, the most played, like Mr. Rager, as in for this album, Mr. Rager, Revo Feb. They don't look hard into the, like, into the album and actually listen to what he's actually saying and, like, reading the lyrics. And it really pisses me off when someone is going to say, oh, yeah, no, he can't really rap, though. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> they're yes, just not can. looking at the right song, you know? Yeah. This song is probably the best bar bar for bar song on here um in my opinion that and wild because i'm young um and we'll get to that soon dom so i would say this song is actually pretty good um overall like for the feel of the album it is a little different than the other ones um in terms of like it's more like a classic kind of like uh, just rap song. And I really fuck with the beat of Ashton Kutcher a lot. Um, like the drums and the percussions are really nice on it. And even though it's definitely like not one of my favorites on here, it's definitely like, I would say like around mid tier and stuff for sure. All right. I guess we will just go right into the next one. So Erase Me, you know, I always thought this song was like kind of like the perfect high school jam. Yeah, like I used to listen to this song all the time. Yeah, I listened to this all the time in high school while I was dealing with girls, and the instrumental reminds me a lot of like a probably just like your run of the mill local band like jamming out in a garage. (laughs) It kind of has like that feel to it, and this is definitely a top tier collab between Cuddy and Kanye. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
I mean, I like kind of adds a, like the hip hop side to it, but from what I get out of this song, this is like his first bass, you know, rock song. You know, his actual like rock song if you take away Kanye's part. And um after this after this album, he starts branching off into more and more does more and more rock, like heavy rock influenced songs. And I feel like this is like a big push for him because this after this album and some of these songs, you start to see there's more guitar into the album once it keeps on going. Um, like as in Ghost, Trapped in My Mind. Um, and I think this realized him how he saw how good it was. So he's like, oh, I'm going to stick with this rock sound, the rock and rap sound. And this is how we all know Cuddy from the rock and rap sound. And this is like what Jake said, you know, good old high school song. I always call it the breakup song, you know, going through the breakup. And from what he says, you know, um, yeah, I always get my feels on this song, too. But usually this is like a just because how overplayed it is. it's, It's sometimes a skip for me unless I'm in my feels. But it's just because of how overplayed it got, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, I agree. Like, Erase Me, like, when it first dropped, I was like, okay, bro, this is, like, one of my favorite Kid Cudi songs, like, ever. <laughs> and, you know, because I've, I've basically been a fan since since he dropped this album, Man Element 2, back in 2010. And I would always go to this song a lot out of, like, most of the songs on here. Like, I think Mojo So Dope and Erase Me are probably, like, my two favorites, like, when it first dropped. But then over time, I'm like, okay, like, don't get me wrong, it's still a great song, and I really love the the rock uh, influence on it. And it just got a little old. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, over time, sometimes things don't really uh, age as well as others, and also yeah. sometimes you just, you know, you just overplay it, and I feel like that's what I did, was I overplayed it a lot when it first dropped, that... but it's still a really good song, and uh, Kanye's verse is really good on here, and um, just like the... Everything about the song is really, really good. I love the instrumentals. Yeah. I love uh, what they're talking about, especially like Cuddy's like, um, like mini verses about like she said I don't spend time like I really, I really should. should. <laughs> she said she don't know me anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's still a really good song, and you know, although like every once in a while I still like skip it on occasion. It's still, it's still, yeah. it still bangs. <laughs> and like this is his, like. This song was basically the, it was the, like the anthem for the album. Like it was, this was the anthem. Everyone, radio was playing it all the time. Like I the remember single off back of the, in 2010. The album. Yes, it, it I was. Get that. It was always played. I always heard it on the radio. Yeah, I totally feel that. So my input on this is it is definitely a breakup song, but it's, it's one of the songs that you can play at a party and everyone's going to sing along to and have a good time. With. Yeah, that's but, facts. It's like breeze back um, memories. Yeah, one of my I don't know how you guys feel about this because we haven't previously talked about it, but um, I I don't ever skip this song, even though I've played it a ton of times, but. I do. I got tired of Kanye's verse pretty fast, and I'm a huge Kanye fan. What? Yeah, and like, I, what? I like even when I'm at like a party and stuff, like people will be singing along to Cuddy, and then like Kanye's verse goes, and then they like go back into their zone. They're like in their own, and like they stop singing along. <laughs> and I, I kind of feel, I feel like that. I don't. I, Man, screw you guys. I, I love Kanye and his verse is good. I just don't feel like it's fitting to the song. Yeah, that's I know exactly what, what you like, mean. 
that's what I was saying. I was trying to say that, but I couldn't get it out. But like you explained it perfectly. Like great verse, but it just it just didn't fit right, you know, with the beat, with the rock, and you know, because Kanye's more like a the gangster rap. He's not really gangster rap, but he's more like a he's more of that than Cuddy. <laughs> more old school a, than anything. Yeah, yeah like, old I know school, what you mean. Old school. That's a better way to put it. Um, I totally understand fit. that criticism because like it's like. It's almost kind of like a shift in the song. Yeah, like a weird when shift. Nick, yeah. And, I don't know, I just felt like if it was approached differently, like, who knows if, like, actually, like, sometimes <clears throat> when an artist isn't working in the studio at the same time with another artist, whatever, um, like, that stuff kind of happens, so who knows what, like, happened, but, like, it just seems like there was kind of, like, a disconnect a little bit. I still really like it, of course, but I totally understand that criticism. Yeah, like, it's a really good verse, don't get me wrong, but, like, I feel like it probably could have been used better on a different song, you know, than anything. Yeah. But, um, it's still, still, like I said, it's still a really good song, really good it's, verse, great instrumentals, you know, yeah. down the line, it's still a really good song, so. It's funny that you say that, because once we go into the next song, like, it's, it's really funny how you say that, how you said, you know, it would fit different on a better song, like, on a different song. Yeah. Perfect segue to Wilding Because I'm Young, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> Tristan, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, this, this is probably, other than these worries, this is my second favorite song off the album. Um for one, I can relate to it a lot. Um, it talks about um, a lot of things that he's done in the media and what he does kind of like on his own. And I, when I say the media is he takes it back when he says, Tuesday Weekly, the legend of the rager, most have witnessed the cut in the club. And what he was referencing that is, I'm pretty sure a lot of the Cuddy fans have seen this and other people on Twitter. Um, he was drunk as fuck. In the middle of the street, and uh, I think, shit face is a better I think, term, I think. Yeah, I think he was shit face, <laughs> and I, I didn't see. I, I don't remember who uh, got him out of the street and helped him in the car, but I'm pretty sure um, Cage was in the car, and he was just laughing at him, and like I kind of like I don't know, but um, yeah, he like I'd be wild because I'm young, wild because I'm young. I'll be wild until I'm chilling old. Like, it's such a classic hook from him. And this is one of his, like, underrated songs off the album. Um, My favorite line of this song is, you live and you learn doing bumps in the day, keep blunts to burn. Like, that's like a stoner, like, phrase right there. Like, it's it's so good. I think... With, like, I, how he starts it is super sick, too. Liquor all night. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Untame you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like bullets. But um, what I was saying from what you guys were saying about the Erase Me Kanye part, um, Kanye would be fit better on a different song. There is an unreleased version of this song with Kanye featured on yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, he fit perfectly in the song. It was perfect. And it was funny because it's, it, like – if you put that on there, and if you didn't have Kanye on Erase Me, this would be, like, better. It would be better for Erase Me, and then it would be better for Wild Because I'm Young. Because Wild Because yeah. I'm Young also, it, it, it's missing something, you know, maybe someone else. But once you listen to that remix, 
it's like, wow, wow, it's even 10 times better. Uh-huh. Yeah, I totally get that. The thing is, it's kind of crazy, too, is how this came out over eight years ago. And ever since this <laughs> dropped, everybody's like, yo, Cuddy, Kanye, collab, collab, please collab. And like, yep. yeah, <laughs> almost, no. almost a decade later, they finally do. It's pretty insane. <laughs> and so, like, going off of what one of your points, Tristan, is like, this song is like literally the definition of underrated. Yes. The instrumental and lyrics here are phenomenal. One of my favorite Kanye lines is, I'll never sweat for a piggy. You can catch me high. It's all, it's all good, good. No, no biggie. Big, no biggie. Yeah. And then it's like extremely lo-fi. Um, I always thought this would be like a perfect song for like a skater in his like teens. Like just, you know. That's exactly why I that, loved it. Yeah. Um, I'm very 50-50 with the chorus. So like part of me really likes it, but part of me wishes there was more to it. Um, I totally I I've always that. thought it was a little yeah. longer, like um, or not longer, but repetitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, it goes on and on and on. So yeah, I agree with you guys there. And what the last forty-five seconds of the song are amazing. It makes you feel like you're in an alternate, alternate like consciousness, very eerie, and with like the um, drowned out vocals, it sounds amazing. I always love the end of the song. Right. Yeah, I, I would definitely say this is for sure an underrated track. Like, I'm looking at the lyrics, and, like, literally every line is like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know just go down the line, and, like, obviously the instrumentals and, you know, the beat for it, it's really sick, too. It's very different, and I feel like this song specifically kind of, like, perfectly encompasses, like, how the album should feel, like, overall. And it's very mm-hmm. dark and mysterious and eerie, like uh, Jake said. And just overall, it's a really good song that a lot of people like. Kind of like, uh, it, it, you people let it get past them, even though they should like really like this song. It's a really good song overall. I would put this song in my top tier for Man on the Moon too. Okay, okay. Uh, also, one of the most underrated songs. I could, I think, I'm completely with T on my opinion on this. The entirety of this entire song. It's kind of a song where, like, if you got shades in your car and like, you play this song, you just, like, gravitate towards those shades and you just, like, put them on and you, like, squint your eyes a little bit and you're just, like, mobbing and you just, like, give zero fucks. That's exactly what it's I do. Like... <laughs> <laughs> See, like, it's, like, 10 o'clock at night. The shades are on, yeah. boys. <laughs> Sitting in the complete dark, shades are on. Yeah. <laughs> I that's can't see shit, but the shades are on, boys. <laughs> that's the mood that they put you that he puts you in, man. And it, somehow um, the situation just got dark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely love this song, and also the the beat in it is I don't know, it's pretty simple, but like it's weird. Gotta, it, it's it's definitely it's it's I don't know how it mixes weird yet complex, and I know that's an oxymoron, but yeah. like it, it it bumps like no matter what volume you play it at either. Even if you're like feeling really chill and you're playing it at low volume, it still slaps, and you play it at high volume, it's just really good. Cuddy's so. known for the, I guess I call it weird, like the weird um instrument like uh instrumentals he always does that 
and then somehow he just his voice and his flow makes it pit, fit so perfectly. Like no one, no one else in the game can really do that. Like mess around with the production like he does. Jesus, God, no, no. Yes. <laughs> this is what I'm talking Jesus. about. You're like, what is this? How is someone gonna rap on this song? And then the light drums come in. Like, you're like, what? <laughs> and then he just starts flowing. A little taste of that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and also, yeah, dude, I, it's I, such an underrated song. I Love do gotta song. say, also, like, from the first part of the, uh, from the first six songs we've done, from the first one, Scott Miss Cuddy vs. the World, all the way down to Mojo So Dope, that was the lighter side of the album. And we're in the middle of the album right now. We're going from Ashton Kusher to Mr. Rager. We're going this straight is, to the belly of the beast, boys. Yes, this is – if you notice that all these songs, except for Mr. Rager, these are hard hard rap songs. Like, he has bars and bars, and then it lightens up in the end. I just wanted to point that out there. It, it, it's perfect. Like, this is probably my, my favorite part of the album, right in the middle. All right, so now we go on to the mood. No one talks. Lost in the mood. Um, I, <laughs> this man. Dude, yep. dude, I was taking a rip. Um, don't have much to say about this song, but you know it's a sele- It's like going off of the name of the song. Like I have to be kind of in a select mood to actually listen the to fuck, it. The fuck, fuck mood. Uh, and. It's kind of like just a signature low key Cuddy song. Um, so the thing is, that's all I have to that's say. so weird about this song that I j- literally just put two and two together is that first part where it's like a very weird, like laugh, you know, like very dark and yeah. mysterious ha, and shit. Ha, ha, ha. It reminds me of the one that he does in Fourth Dimension before he drops on the yeah, verse. Dude. He's putting his voice into a synthesizer. Yeah, yeah, dude. I fucking love when Cuddy like redoes like his shit that he's done in the past. It's so fucking nice. And overall, like, this is actually one of the songs that like how you guys feel about Wildin' because I'm young. I kind of feel like this for the mood. It's very like dark. It's very mysterious, and it's very slept on. But I like almost never skip it, and I actually really, really like this song a lot. Like shades over my eyes make them creepers look back at themselves, and then it's just like he keeps you know going on and on and on and on, and it's just you know so why sick. Those are on, right? <laughs> what? Just listen to the last song. It's the perfect transition into the next song. Yeah, because we put the shades on with the last one, and now he's got, now we got him on, and <laughs> now you see a girl walk by on the street. You're like, what's up, lady? What's up, you doing, oh, mama? My God. Come here. He says Nick is always on. It's her hands all over my private, lost in the moon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. I kissed her in her thigh, closed my eyes. She began to make me fit. But yeah, this is, uh, I don't know. My my girlfriend says this song is spooky, and I, I, Ooh, I feel like that's, that's a good word. It is. It definitely it is. is. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's because of the beat, though. I don't know um, if you think about mainly. it. He's talking about, you know, obviously sexual intercourse with a girl that he met. Yeah, exactly. And spooky really fits because the instrumental is really, really uh, spooky. We'll use that word, spooky. And 
it kind of makes sense now because you're like, oh, he's searching. He's searching for someone. And then he finally gets it. And then throughout all of the album, he seems alone. So it's like he's using drugs and girls now. Bro, and then I feel like the best part of the but song, he... too, is how, how you're like going off of what you said. It's like, I forgot her name. Something sounds like Penelope. Yeah. Maybe French twin to it. Tongue was quick. She was French. So, I knew it. And it's like a lovely foreigner born into racism. And it's like, bro, like, how the fuck did you think of like all of that in like one like, like it? It took him like five seconds to say it, and it's just like, dude, I don't know if I can even keep up with this man. Jesus yeah. Christ! Like, you know, it's so fucking nice. With <laughs> and like what I was saying, like, he's throughout the whole album, we're noticing that he's using drugs a lot, but he's still feeling alone. And now we're going into this part of the album. <laughs> And he's he's getting trying to get girls now to try to fix his problems, and it's not working. It's maybe he's using the drugs and then, you know, having sex, maybe have a better experience. But then he's using the drugs, and I shit, I forget what even happened. Like, what, you know what I mean? And then he feels even more alone. And that's when, like, the, the last part of the album, which we'll get into the next podcast and he it's like he's distancing himself away from his happiness because of what he's doing if that makes sense it's like it's like his answers are there but he's doing the wrong things to to try to get there yeah i completely agree, I agree with what you just said like it's just he was like the thing is that i love about cuddy is like i remember him with the video and just saying like how he was in such a bad place and such a dark place, but he still came out with like songs to help like the younger generation, the youth and shit. And yeah. like, you know, for example, for like, you know, in Mr. Rager, obviously like it took so much out of him to like make that song, but he still made it just for, like for us, you know? Yeah. And that's why he's big bro, dude. Like he's, he's oh, fucking gutty, man. And from and what then, you were saying about the kids, like, um, he could. He's from Cleveland, you know. Um, I live an hour away from there. I've been up in Cleveland, Shaker Heights. I've been around in there. It's bad. He could be. He could have been that other rapper just to talk about his like the hood. He could have been that way, but he makes it so simple. What he's trying to do is just make sure kids are not alone. So he's taking the simple um, things that make you sad or depressed. He's using those simple things and making a whole song about it, so everyone can relate to it, and. It, it, I don't know. It's just awesome what he does. It's kind of mind boggling. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> just like how he came out of the gutter pretty much to like be such a positive influence is really like a testament to like yeah, his soul. Yeah, he really know? lived up to his, um, I guess his death. I'm, I'm, I don't know his destiny. I'm going to call it his destiny is to save, to save the youth, which he has done and he succeeded. He has 100% succeeded that. He saved millions and millions of lives just from the words that he says. And to me, that's a success. Oh, yeah. How did we go from sexual intercourse to (laughs) his destiny? I don't know, but it all fit perfect. It all fit perfect. Pretty easy. You get lost in the mood, man. (laughs) Okay, buddy. The song does see. Okay, buddy. Um, did everyone talk for the mood? Then? Yeah. 
I, I couldn't. I I lost track. No one taught her. <laughs> Me and Dom got <laughs> lost. I, I, I don't. I don't know if, if we all. We know, were all lost. Our two in. Sets in. <laughs> yeah, we were all, all lost right. Movie, um, <laughs> Maniac. Absolutely love this song. The sample from St. Vincent is amazing. The opening with it creates a very unique atmosphere for his song. Um, Cuddy has a very well-written first verse, providing details into his darker psyche. Um, the chorus has to be one of my all-time favorite Cuddy courses. And I actually think Cage has the best verse on the song. He provides extremely memorable feature from his from this whole album, making it one of my all-time favorites. Um, also, going off of what T said earlier, we're... G- how we were in the meat of the album and we we're getting towards the end, like getting towards his loneliness. Um, this, this song actually marks the, the transformation section. Um, and it's actually like, you know how man on the moon one was, was labeled like part one, part two, part three. This is actually labeling it into the transformation section. So we're actually getting like towards the end of the album where we hear more of Cuddy's uh, darker side to him. Yeah. Um, another thing about this, I keep mentioning beats for some reason today. This song hits so hard. Like I have to keep my bass like all the way low and it still hits so freaking hard. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have listened to like the bass boost version on YouTube. Oof. Jeez. It, it's <laughs> the bass also sounds like it has a little bit of a like a like a cling to it too. Like and towards the end of each beat when it, like the beat and it has like a little kind of cling to it. And I, yeah. it's it's really weird, but it's I I love it. Really high BPM. Um... Yep, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he uh, added <coughs> really? hi hats like milliseconds after the. It's nostalgic, psychedelic. You hear that little cling in it, like each beat. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Oh, man. Dude, this, this album is so fucking good, <laughs> Like, literally every the, song, the like, high yeah, points, this is a good one. Yep, this is a good one. <laughs> this is definitely his best, um, I guess, rap production album. I'm, I'm going to use rap. No, it's just his best album, period. <laughs> um, we'll get into that, that eventually. All right, all right, let's go. Come on. Keep on talking, people. Don't act like... I said all right so (laughs) maniac i would definitely agree with what jake was saying like how cage has a phenomenal verse in here it's definitely for sure like like what jake said as well is like one of my favorite uh features on a on a cutty song like period not only just for this album and like it's it's crazy how most of the time like not even kanye and because you know he's one of the best artists like Ever and I can't believe I'm like actually saying that, but I've had a lot of conversations. It's, it's true. With you. It's true. I'm proud and, of you, son. Um, <laughs> okay, relax. But <laughs> basically, like you know, for me specifically, like how I almost never think that somebody comes close or overcomes Cuddy in a song. But this is one of those times where I'm like, oh, dude, Cage, like, Cage was fucking in his bag, dude. Like, that shit was phenomenal. And, like, not only that, but, like, Cuddy had a really great verse, too. And just, like, the chorus, the beat, the production, just everything about this song is phenomenal and super great. And I would definitely put this song um, 
like definitely in the top like five ish area, maybe even top three. And because I can never ever skip it, and I think I've liked it since like the since it drops, and that's saying a lot too. So, because I get really annoyed after a little while with songs. Yeah, I get like mixed emotions with this song. Um, like, I I <laughs> I'm gonna get hate for this, but I don't play this a lot. I don't like. I don't know. Fuck I love you. The, I love the beat. <laughs> I love the beat. It's just I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Jake out of nowhere. Fuck you. I like what Cuddy says and what Cage says, but I just feel like I don't. It it was a weird track for me. Like I don't know. I'm gonna have to like replay this song over and over again. Maybe I can have a. Bro, come on! Like like, I I don't. I haven't listened. All right. If he doesn't like it, if he doesn't like it at this point, he's not very gonna. Yeah, probably not. I'm just saying it's not like. What if your favorite? Played, it's not like a played, a mostly played song from Cuddy. I get that. And no, I, I totally understand yeah. that. It's definitely one of my favorites off of. So I, I don't have really Man much to say too. other than I love the beat. Yeah. No, I, I understand that, dude. Everybody has their own, you know, uh, you know, opinions and shit. So yeah. I get that. Yeah, but sometimes those opinions are. Okay, wrong. Jake. Wait. Relax, buddy. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything bad about right. <laughs> I didn't say anything bad about <laughs> So, All right, um, Mr. Ranger. Mr. Ranger. <laughs> Witnessing Rage. this song in concert oh, is one of the greatest experiences oh, ever. Everyone, everyone. Man, it's a Throughout the entire song, Kai provides lyrics that every single one of his listeners can relate to. It's a brilliant and well put together song by Cuddy, balancing two different egos on the song that you can tell that easily by the different tones of voice. This is a top five Cuddy song, no doubt. This song has helped me out so many times because of its powerful themes about overcoming addiction and depression. There, it, This song is literally the anthem. Yeah, going off I of agree. what you said, like, even though it's it's definitely one of Cuddy's, like, more well-known songs, I would say, like, it's his best probably, like, top well, yeah, yeah, I completely so, agree. It's still yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Still I wasn't going to say anything bad about this song. Trust yeah, me. <laughs> it still manages not to get ruined by the exactly, exactly. Like, yeah. So going off of that though, like for me, this song like has always like ever since I first heard like the whole album, like you know, going from, um, uh, what is it? Is Scott Scott Muscatty versus the world? Right? It's the first. Yeah, yeah. yeah ever since Scott Muscatty versus the world, all the way to trapped in my mind, um. Like, Mr. Rager has always been one of my favorites, not only on Man of the Moon 2, but just overall. And it has, like, this this feeling, for me at least, I don't know if you guys can agree, of how, like, love makes me feel. Like, when I'm really, really fucking sad and, like, going through a lot of shit. Like, I always go to that song and it, like, brings me up and, like, kind of melts the pain away. And this, like, is the same fucking, like, feeling. Even though it's, like, kind of somewhat repetitive, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, you could feel his emotion so, like, so strongly. And you're just like, fuck, dude. Like, Cuddy really went through the shit that, that I've, you know, that I'm going through, I've gone through. And, like, it's it just makes you love the artists that much more because they're opening themselves up so much. And it's this song, and especially, like like Jake said, in concert, it's it's a fucking like out of body experience dude. like when he first starts you know when the the beat drops and this is dedicated to all fucked the up fucked kids up like me yeah. it's like yeah. fuck dude like it's oh man like 
It's just like as soon as you hear this the the beat, hold on here. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. I'm all oh, all all We're good. You know, like it's just like you're just like as soon as that you hear that shit, you're like, oh fuck, here we go, boys. You're in the think of it. You're in the <laughs> yeah, think exactly. of it. Exactly. As soon as you hear it, it's like, like you just, you take off. You take off in the There's moon literally at that no fucking, fucking way no that you're gonna back. touch. You're gonna touch anything. You're gonna stop what you're doing. You're just like, if you're I'm in your car, you're gonna put it in park. Then yeah, it, yeah, dude. Like it's it's such a crazy like emotional song, and it's just so fucking good. And no matter how many people have like talked about it no matter how many times you play it it's still gonna have that like emotions and feelings bunched up with it and it's it's such a great fucking cutty song dude it's probably like almost perfect i would say yeah this is like this this song also is the song that got him his name mr rager you know obviously because the title this is exactly this album is when he really starts talking about his rage um he starts talking more about his rage during this part of this of the uh, album and also when it starts to lighten up towards what we're going to go into the next podcast the first couple um talks about rage but um i always listen to this when i'm really pissed off i want to calm down and because like I, I rage so like this song is a rage song but it's so slow and just Hey, Mr. Rager. It's like it's like reminding me, hey, you just just chill. Take chill and just listen to the song and everything will be all right. Yeah, it just like kind of melts away everything and just kind of yeah. like puts you at ease and just like, hey man, like relax. I got you. You know, yep. kind of like a hug almost, you know? It's yeah. it's insane how like a song could do that for you, you know? It's crazy. What about you, JR? Um Going off what I previously said at the very beginning, I mean, there's so I would say there's Day and Night, Pursuit of Happiness, Erase Me, Mr. Rager. Those are probably like undisputably Cuddy's top and Reborn. Let's put let's throw Reborn. Yeah, in. those are his like five <coughs> top five like most famous songs, and I think this one like will withstand the test. Just what I am. More just what I am's up there as well. Let's let's Sorry. put just what I am instead of reborn because yeah. reborn's kind of new. We don't know how that'll hold down. But um, out of all those songs, Mister Rager is like even if that's that those are like Mister Rager's the song where if someone tells me that that's their favorite Cuddy song, it doesn't make me mad even knowing like it's still really popular because like if you just say Day and Night Pursuit of Happiness, I know you're not you're not going to have much substance for me to talk to. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. But Unless you're an actual Cut fan member and you say Pursuit of Happiness, I can, I'll be like, okay, at least you know all the rest of the songs. <laughs> yeah, but with when they say Mr. Rager, I know that they, you know, they've, they've divvied deep, you know, yeah. and I could probably label them Cut fam pretty quickly. Um, also, witnessing this at concert, Oh my goodness. So I've been to a lot of concerts, probably around 50 or so. Holy shit. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> this song, this song, like specifically, um, 
it the bass isn't hard in it but the transition where it goes from low and it kind of spins the bass the mm, i don't know if yeah you know i know exactly it hits it bumps when that is played live that was one of the loudest bass <laughs> i've ever i've ever heard at a concert and i'm like how like even when it's like something low-key he can still put on something so hard that can just like transform you and another thing that i mentioned in the last podcast away. singing him singing this sounds better than it does on the track like you if cuddy here i hope to god this is on the set list even if it's like kids oh it, it, no no, no, like, no it's definitely i would rather trust I would me way rather it's a mainstay always well if it if he goes on as kids to guess, there's only you know there's only gonna be like three songs or so that he's gonna perform like solo, and like at Vlogna he just did like Pursuit of Happiness. I would way rather hear this song live than Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, I so. completely agree. And actually, I think if my mind serves me right, I remember seeing a tweet from Cuddy like a while back saying that um, if Michael Jackson didn't die, he wanted him to sing this song for him. Yeah, and that would have been insanity but i think it's even better even you know no disrespect it's, to it, the king like of pop the... at all but it's just like cuddy's like come like that this is this song like these lyrics and like everything about it is f- from cuddy so i just think it's better if he did it and i'm really glad that he did and it's just like it's it's so powerful dude <laughs> especially in concert i love how you brought that up too that's like one of my favorite parts in the set list because i've been to three different shows now and two were for the passion pain and demon slain tour and then one was for the special tour which is the speeding bullet to heaven tour and he's he's performed it at all three shows and every single time when like the the, the you know the crowd is jumping and then you just say you know well now and then it's like you know that that part where it's like zoom and it's like oh shit dude <laughs> like and then like you know, shit gets real cars. yeah then, and then everybody kind of loses their shit almost and like I've- it's such a nice song, but it's like people can still rage to it too, you know? Yeah. Like I've seen videos of I've never been to a Cuddy concert, but I've seen videos of Cuddy concerts and like from what I noticed from the crowd's reaction, um, and from hearing people their experiences from listening to Mr. Rager, kinda like how I was talking about in the other podcast, how I talk about Reva Fev. This one, like when I said it was like an emotional roller coaster for Reva Fev when you're there because you know you feel a lot of emotion. This one you feel a lot of emotion too, but like it also takes your breath away. That first, the roll, like like the, the that transition. Exactly, um, completely it, agree. It takes your breath away, and you kind of want to go, <gasps> like you, you know. <laughs> and then he like he just goes in. Well, like, you know. Nah, like, I, I know exactly. When I experienced a Cuddy concert, and hopefully this year, um. I know what to expect in a way. No, you don't. <laughs> I, well, I you think you do. You'll tell yourself you do. But once you once you see it for yourself, an emotional little kid, <laughs> I'm gonna be crying my eyes out every single fucking song. I'm gonna be screaming. <laughs> oh my god, god yeah. <laughs> No, literally, bro. Like, beautiful. I will be a little be girl like... at a Justin Bieber concert. No, but no. I'm no gonna be facts, a 22 year old man at a Cuddy concert. <laughs> No, like, at the Speedy Bolt to Heaven tour, dude, like, with, like, how he had to reschedule and, like, everything, like, like all leading up to it. And it was just, like, when you finally see, you know, your hero for yeah. the first time, it's just, it's absolutely I was supposed insane. to go to both those like, concerts. Special and Best <sighs> Pain Demon Slain and shit just couldn't. 
Sorry, Bro, I just gave my tickets away to my friends. You're such a loser for not going. But anyway, we're I going couldn't. to the next one. We're going to the next hey, one, guys, so you don't even I, worry about th- it. This is the last this one. This is the last one. So I have a... I have a Lady. So I have some homework for you guys, because I came up with, with this little conspiracy here. Okay. So Mr. Rager's part one, part two, is Rose Golden. Like back-to-back, you mean? Yeah, okay, so Rose Golden is the part two to Mr. Rager. Ooh. So, so watch, you have to watch the music video, though, where he's talking, where the ther- therapist is counting down, because the therapist will count down at, at the very end, and then she'll go, Scott, Scott. And then on, um, on Rose Golden, it counts back up. And if you pair, compare and combine the lyrics together it is really fitting to mr rager's lyrics as well so i, I mean i can see that just off the base based off dude, of, i just i got high like, just to that. <laughs> <laughs> i ain't even smoking bro and i'm fucking mad high right now <laughs> but no like i i completely understand like what you mean by that like it actually makes a lot of sense because you know like uh oh since i was young been grooving to my own drum and like the chorus kind of fits almost in a sense of like you know rose golden and then it's like uh well now hey and it's like i kind of understand that but i mean i would have to do i would definitely have to do my research and like just kind of like go from what you just said and see see for myself so i have like music videos in my car in my head unit and it was like on a random playlist or whatever, and I w- watched Mr. Rager, and then Rose Golden came on right after that, and I'm like, "What? Wait the a fuck second! Is- <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like how um oh this is is perfect. It's kind of like how uh um in or wait hold on I'm stupid Internal Bleeding okay play Internal Bleeding which is off the Satellite Flight album, and then mm-hmm. after that play Inside's Out on um the speedbolt album like play those two back to back first internal bleeding then inside out it's insane like hmm. okay so crazy. this is one I more for me for for you guys uh you know solo Dole part 1 and then yeah. get solo mm-hmm. Dole part 2 and then bro oh my god dude like it's going to blow your guys' minds play it back no, to back no i've done that many of times it's <laughs> fucking amazing <laughs> no but i never I made that connection <laughs> But no, I'll definitely go off of what you guys said. I'll definitely try that out probably tonight or something. Yeah, so listeners and all you guys, play Mr. Rager and then play Rose Golden. Tell me what you think. Alrighty, well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode five, part two. Part two of the Man Moon 2 series. Um, Thank you guys for listening as always. I am, of course, your host, Jake. And I'm Dom. You can catch me on Twitter at DomDeGenius if you want to hit me up. I'm Jake, or JR, and I'm KidCobain7 on Twitter. And I'm Tristan, or on Twitter I am at TGary132. Thank you guys, and I love you all. And I love doing these podcasts with you guys, with my brothers. And I just want to say I love you all. Love you guys too, man. Have a great night, guys. Until next time. Peace. Peace out.